always got Pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. You're, are you packed and ready to go? <laughs> I'm so ready to go. It's time to go back to Disney. Oh, exciting. Uh, yeah, your philosophy is, as goes Disney, so goes the rest of the world now, right? This is my new theory on life. Yeah? I'm hoping it's true. Yeah. Oh, Lord, I'm hoping it's true. Well, let's hope that uh, the reopening of the parks, which many people are very excited about, mm-hmm. um, is done at the appropriate time and in a safe manner for the time period that it's open in. Right. Uh, because it's there. rapidly approaching. Yeah, Shanghai's already reopened. Thank she goodness. Is. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, what about like Paris and stuff? Do we have we? Heard I haven't anything? heard anything about. Not Paris. a word. Mm-mm. No, they pretty much just went right back to uh, Walt Disney World. Those Parisians, they're they're very cautious about reopening. Apparently, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Americans were less cautious, and we wanted to open now. Right now. Yesterday. Uh, and the close. Close. It's opening July 9th? July 9th for Disneyland Parks. That's in California. And July 11th for Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom in Florida. And then subsequent parks to follow. Oh, right. Um, so without, without getting too deep into it, do you think that this is an appropriate time to reopen the Disney parks? They got to do it sometime. Sure. There, right? There's got to be a thing. They got to at some point they're gonna have to be able to do it. And a lot of the parks are open air. Um, they they put a bunch of safety precautions in place. All of the parks in Florida already, Universal and uh, Bush Gardens, I think, is a place. Sea World. That's a. These are all things. They're all things. They're all things. Mm-hmm. And essentially, every park across the board is have has the exact same plan on right. how they're going to reopen. Right. They're all doing it. If you haven't heard about it, what is it? So basically, you have to buy a ticket in advance. So they li- right. Yeah, it's almost a res. It not almost. It is a reservation system at this point for Disney. At least uh-huh. you have to tell them the day that you're going to be there uh, with your passes. Uh, there's no park hopping as of right now. So you say, I'm going to be at Magic Kingdom on July 11th, and they know exactly how many people are going to be there. Um, and they they start turning people away after that number is reached. I think this is the way they should do it frequently. Oh, really? You think all the time? Sure. Why not? Let, now, there let's is- be honest. We've been to the parks a few times where it is so crowded that it's not fun. Right. We've been there a few times where it's so crowded and so hot that you just want to leave. Yeah. Uh, and so would it be the worst thing in the world if it was a reservation system and you knew that you were going to have a better experience? Absolutely not. I would love it. Right. I buy everything. On, I like the fact that it's already built into your phone. The fact that everybody that goes to a Disney park, typically speaking, already knows, especially in, like at Florida. Yeah. Almost everybody does it on the day of. And if 
even if you were were going to do it, if you just woke up and was like, oh, I'm going to go to Disney today, mm-hmm. you could then just log on to your app to see if a ticket is available. And if so, then you could log on and see if it is. Because I we've talked about this before, that um, how awful would it be if we got up nice and early and drove all the way down to Florida and we got there and then they're like, oh, guess what, everybody? Parks are at capacities. Come back later. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, this was our plan for the day. This yeah. is like, I would much rather know that I had a ticket reserved for me. Sure. Um, ready to go. Yeah. And with the lower capacity that they're running at. Um, oh, yeah. During these time periods. I have to say, I think it would be ideal. You and I don't even go to the movies without a reserved seat anymore. I won't. Yeah. <laughs> I won't go to movies without reserved seating anymore. Fighting for a seat? How? I don't want to walk in there and look around like the cafeteria in high school going, who am I going to sit with? Oh, it I don't totally feels like a cafeteria of moment, doesn't right? it? And you, you even feel somewhat judged when people walk in and they look at you and then they go to a different row and you're like, what's wrong with me? No, like, I'm sending them the other way. They're looking at the seat next to me. I'm like, uh-uh, seat's uh-huh. taken. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm giving the full force gump treatment. <laughs> Can't sit here. Right. Uh, so I think a reservation system totally makes sense for something as popular as Disney. Yeah. I'm going to say it. I don't know that they should switch off of it after. Mm-hmm. Because I like it better that way. I do too. Uh, now it may mess up plans. Uh, uh, there are certain events and time periods when people go that it may choke out a lot of people. Um, and let's be honest, Disney is not going to be running at low capacity forever. As soon as they're right. able to, they're definitely going to fling the doors wide open and let thousands and thousands of people in. Right, um, depending on demand and how many people are coming and what right. they're willing to pay and everything else. Right. Yeah, they're going to figure it all out during the process because I think all of it's a great big question mark for them right now. I think everything's a big question mark right now. Yep. Uh, so a reservation is required. Um, good idea, in my opinion. Uh, also required. You had another thought on that? Just like, what would you do if you if we don't tend to park hop very often, but we have friends that love to park hop? Yeah, we got some hopper folks, right? And they just hop all over the place. And mm-hmm. Disney World is built in such a way to do to uh, accommodate that, right? I, how would that work if you had to do reservations? Would you just pick your first park of the day? They're not doing then, park hoppers. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. But if in the future beyond and we decide that this is now going to be the new way you get to do uh, the parks, I guess all you would have to do is just log in and see if there are tickets available at the other park. And if so, then you just tap it and you head, want. just tap the pass and just head on over. But then if it if, see, because that's the other thing too, like we've done that we've hopped parks and got over at animal kingdom and got there and found out the lines were horrific. And you're like, why did we come here? Yeah. And we should have just stayed at the other park we were at. Like yeah. I would almost rather know before getting there and yeah. they, they know just let us know <laughs> okay that was way too long about that topic so so intricate i know uh this the is why there's aren't. so much discussion going on about <laughs> it apparently um also required at the parks masks they're yeah. required it's not optional you don't get to say no um we've seen some footage of people going to parks that are already open mm-hmm. uh and uh it's a little iffy how well people are uh, adhering to the mask rule. Especially at other parks like Bush Gardens. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. If you're not going to wear a mask, don't go. It's the rule in the park. And if you feel that that's infringing upon your rights of some kind, then don't go. 
it's the rule of the park and they get to set those kind of rules. And I did love that we saw a preview sign for Disney that says that um, let's keep the magic safe or let's keep the magic alive by wearing a mask, basically. Because like, sure. that's what we talked about earlier before is that we all want to get back to the parks. But if we get back there and it becomes a breeding ground for, you know, for COVID, then all of a sudden we're, they're going to have to close again. They're, they're going to start calling it the Disney pandemic. So the only way you can do it, the only way you can keep the parks open is to be safe. Yeah. I will say one of the big things that I do wish that they would provide that I haven't seen. This is the only thing of all the things that they've offered that they that I wish that they would do. I wish that they would give you almost like a um, almost like a, a baby wipe. What are they? You know, but like a sanitary like mm-hmm. thing. So as you're getting onto things that you think you're going to be touching, that you just keep it with you and have the guests themselves continually wiped out the areas that they may touch. You sure. know, do you know what I mean? And then have plenty of places for trash to throw them away frequently because they show people out there sanitizing like crazy right and you're like i love that can can i just grab a handful of wipes myself and just as i'm walking around i think the only downside to that is that it produces a lot of waste a lot of waste yeah and people already are um will say iffy with their ability to throw things away when they should and not just leave them lying about masks and gloves laying on the ground everywhere and i'm just talking about people in general we've seen diapers and all sorts of garbage people just leave everywhere because who knows why um so if you give everybody a handful of sanitation wipes to go around and wipe things on they're going to be all over the floor they're going to be falling on ride tracks they're going to be just everywhere. I would totally be doing it going whistle while you work. <laughs> I'm SML. sure you would be one of the few cheaper people helping to clean Disney while you're there. Because in my mind's eye, this is what I'm totally doing. Right. Like in my dress, <laughs> walking through the line. Birds flying down, <laughs> chipmunks helping out. Uh, yeah, until Just Disney say. gets that happening, I think we're going to have to clean up after ourselves. Um, so the masks are required. Um, apparently they do have cast members that will be walking around admonishing you to put them back on or you're going to have to leave type of situation. Yeah. So like I said, it's, it's an effort to make it so we can all keep going to the park. Yeah. That's all it is. So if you're a Disney fan, you want to go to the park, do everything you can so that the parks can stay open because all it takes is a really sour situation and the, everything's going to close down again. I'm trying to remember if we discussed this on the uh, on air, or if we just did it amongst ourselves on what parks we thought were going to open first. I think we did it on the podcast. On if you guys listen to it and remit, tell us what what it was. But because uh, you said specifically that you thought it was going to be Magic Kingdom, yeah. And did you think it was only going to be the first park? I thought they would open Magic Kingdom first, and then follow up with. The, the additional parks. parks. I thought, I honestly thought Hollywood Studios might be closer. That was my guess. I, I went out on a limb and said that park. Yeah. But we were wrong. Completely wrong. Because they're opening up Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom on the first day of June 9th. Uh, on July Ju- 9th? July 11th. Ju- and then two days later, I think it's July 11th that they're doing the other two parks. Is that right? No, July 9th is Disneyland. Disneyland is open on July 9th. July 11th is Magic Kingdom and animal kingdom opening in florida we'll have to double check to make sure that that's oh he's giving me the side eye i'm I'm pulling it up right now okay disneyland resort proposes plans to begin phased opening 
July 9th. Well, how about that? Mm-hmm. Good for you, Disneyland. I have I was, reading comprehension. I was really nervous that Disneyland didn't have a confirmed date at this point that they were working towards. Um, and it's surprising to me that they're reopening that before Hollywood, before uh, Walt Disney World, because mm-hmm. I thought that that would be an easier park to open. Um, crazy. Yeah. The- and then uh, plans for Magic Kingdom Park and Disney's Animal Kingdom to begin a phase reopening to the general public on July 11th, followed by Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios on July 15th. That's interesting that it's just a couple of days apart. I think it's kind of a thing where it's a uh, stick your toe in the water and see how things are going. Yeah. Um, Disney World is such a bear of a situation to reopen. Yeah. Uh, it holds so many people and it is such an international park and there's so many attractions and cast members involved that I think you have to stagger the opening even just a little bit. Oh, yeah. To try to get a, a, a handle on it before you just open all the parks yeah i thought it would honestly be good for them though i guess that's a good they they know what they're doing and that's why they're doing it that way i yeah. thought epcot was going to be 2021 yeah like, it's not opening yet. yeah <laughs> but it's only a couple days behind yeah the other thing i find really interesting about all of this and i guess it might make sense that this was another topic i wanted to talk about separately mm. but it's interesting to me that they're opening the up right after the 4th of July weekend. Mm. And it feels to me like Disney's purposely doing this now. It's very they, calculated. Where what they do is they, they open on the off day. Like they know that this is their peak day. And right. so they purposely wait until after so that they don't get overran yeah. by that day. Like they're like, we need to protect. They're going to have to turn a lot of people away on the 4th of July weekend. So if they avoid the 4th of July weekend, because I the felt like they did that wider. a bit with um, new Star Wars, the Star Wars rides that were opening. Mm-hmm. They were opening them in January as opposed to the Christmas season of December. And you're like, right. if I can, I bet they would have been able to push that up for 30 days. But then why do that when that, that's another topic. We'll get into that. Into madness. Yeah. yeah that, next week, folks. That's what we're talking it's, about next week. It's kind of a, it's a controlled burn, I think is what we're going for here, where we, we allow people in. We try to troubleshoot the problems as yeah. quickly as possible. Um, and if there is an issue, then you can delay the opening of the other two gates. Right. Um, so I think it's a smart idea. Uh, I think oh, Disneyland yeah. is going to have a bit of a rougher time than Disney World because Disneyland is not all digital yet. Um, their fast passes, while they are on the app, not everybody uses the right. app at Disneyland. Uh, and they're going, I think they've completely eliminated fast passes at this point at both parks. That is true. That's what I've read so far. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is an interesting move, I think. Uh, I think. Um, in the future, we might see that the FastPass system just becomes a virtual queue that mm. you get on and save your place in line and they let you know when you can come and show up and get on the ride so that we don't have super packed lines. Um, and everyone knows one of my pet peeves is those people that stand way too close behind me as it is. Uh-huh. Uh, it's even worse now that I'm afraid you're breathing disease on me. <laughs> uh, so... Social distancing is mandatory also in the parks um, to some extent. I don't know how they're enforcing that other than uh, we've seen that they have markings on the ground that say this is six feet from right. the next marking, wherever that may be. Um, it's just kind of a, a self-governing type of situation, I guess. I have to say that 
in general, this gives me everything that I need to get a six foot metal wand that like retracts <laughs> and pull out and then start just, smacking people and then with just it. like swinging it from side to side. And if you're within side my six foot boundaries, you get whacked with my metal. Bibbity bobbity, move out of my space. <laughs> I might put some glitter on it or something. Yeah, so yeah, it make would... it a magical experience. Yeah, of course. yeah, for That's sure. Getting whacked. <laughs> put a Tinkerbell on the end. Because I tell you what, you know, like, what my happy thought is you six feet away from me. I have been waiting for years to be able to tell people to back up, <laughs> and so like now that it's allowed, you know, and I hate to say it that I'm the same way. I'm such a crotchety old man that I'm like, can you back off just a little? What would be a magical way of saying that to people? Um, I. Like I would really have to think about it because in my mind, I'm not very confrontational. So right. the idea of turning to somebody and be like, would you back off, please? As much as I say it here, it's not something that I would be comfortable saying this in is the person. Problem. This is the problem. We're actually incredibly nice people often. Like <laughs> when you see us in person. Almost too nice. This is the only part that Don't we Don't breathe play. on me though, because <laughs> I might get mad. Um, no, I think the problem is uh, people will take things personally yeah. when you tell them to back up. Yeah, people so got mad you, when I turned, told them to turn off the flashlight on Space Mountain. They right. got mad over that, and I didn't care. Yeah, that's dumb. Um, so I don't know. I think really the best thing you can do uh, is try to self-govern. But yeah, I don't. If anyone has a great idea on how to tell people to stay away from you, I mean. Besides looking like you have an illness, but that will that'll get right. you out of the park. No, anyway. no, no. I was thinking something along the lines with like Mary Poppins being like, "Oh, birds, please, <laughs> six feet away." The practically perfect distance is it's six, six feet. <laughs> this is why I had to ask you. I knew I would never come up with that. <laughs> I might just start saying that in like everywhere of now, course, being like practi- the practically perfect distance is six feet. If you don't mind, there you go. You heard it here first, folks. It's a jolly holiday six feet right? away from me. There you go. Um, so some social distancing required, right? Uh, also, they are, for the, the foreseeable future, suspending crowd-generating experiences, such as fireworks and parades yeah. and live performance experiences. Yeah. Uh, Which is unfortunately, sad, mandatory. Um, yeah. Because... These are all my favorite things. Fantasmic, yeah. fireworks, world of color. Yeah. But as anyone as anyone who's been to the fireworks at any of the parks, the area in front of the castle literally becomes almost like a child mosh pit mm-hmm. where you're just shoulder to shoulder with people. Oh, absolutely um, true. Sometimes overlapping shoulder to shoulder with people when it's really crowded. Uh, it really starts mm-hmm. triggering my claustrophobia at numerous times while outdoors yes oh, that's true uh and you just have that moment of panic that wave of heat goes over you. you're like i gotta get out of here okay yeah. okay uh so it totally makes sense to me that we're not going to be able to enjoy those sort of things uh parades are the same way you're very close together um for a very long period of time and it's just it's not feasible to social distance people and make that work in any way shape or form yeah they also check your temperatures you're entering into the park they give you staggered times on when to come into the park you have right. like a time period to come in those kinds of things as well now i have to say as much as i agree with te- checking temperatures because if you have a temperature why are you going into the park anyway right. but uh i agree with checking the temperatures but 
the temper the temperature checker guns kind of freak me out. Have you seen these? Yes, and I didn't get it all freaked out about it until you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's just me, I guess. When they put a gun to your head. Yeah, like literally they're like, it's really close and like pointing right at your forehead. And obviously it's not an actual weapon, but there's just something very aggressive about it. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me go, oh gosh, all right, all right. right. It's, um, it's very funny. Yeah. Very funny points. I have I have no desire to be at the parks if I'm sick in general anyway. Oh, gosh. Uh, I can't mm. think of many things worse. I've been to the parks once when I was sick. It was something that wasn't communicable, and it was just something that made me miserable. Yeah. Uh, and it was miserable. Um, trying yeah. to ride rides like that is not fun. We have to skip uh, Star Tours if I don't get enough sleep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always... Steve yeah. <laughs> is always sleep deprived. Um, and, you know, now that we're old people, going on really violent, shaky things early in the morning will just make you throw up your latte. So why would you want to do that? Yeah, You right. spent a lot of money at that. At that latte? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you get a latte? What do you get at Starbucks when you go to the parks? Oh, I don't even remember. Just something cold and frozen, I imagine. I was about to say it's an ice and something. I, and now we've been taking like the, the Frappuccino glass bottles and drinking those in the hotel Mm -hmm. before going into the park yeah i do that more frequently now can't bring glass into the park still i'm sure no no no. we just do that at the hotel yeah on the first thing in the morning uh so disney is working on making it uh while it's not a full disney parks experience it's at least some of a disney park experience uh which uh some people aren't satisfied with um but really for the most part it's better than nothing at all if you're you know, there are a lot of people that have planned trips during this time period that they haven't been able to go to. For some people, it's their one trip that they've been saving for. Uh, some people have big mile markers, life mile markers that they're celebrating that they haven't been able to go for. So this uh, more staggered, what are they calling it? Staged? Phased. Phased opening um, is, Plus. you know hopefully a step in that direction where we're going to get back to normal. But until then we have to follow the rules and try to make sure it works. Plus Disney has to report some revenue this quarter, right? They need some money (laughs) because Lord knows they're struggling. They're not. Aren't they? No. I mean, they've lost money, but let's be honest. They've made a lot of money too. So what was the number? Like $50 billion that parks have lost during the oh closures? gosh, 50 billion. I want to say that's the like number. Like worldwide. I've... Yeah. Okay. And I think it's for all theme parks. Wow. That's pretty harsh. Yeah. Um, and beyond that, we have a lot of cast members that need to get back to work. Oh my gosh. Uh, need the money. Yeah. So I, I totally support trying to get them, uh, some income. It's very right. important. So, Uh, when you're planning your trip, just know that there's a lot of new things in place. Do your best to operate within them so that we can all go back to Disney at some point. Right. But they are letting us on like Indiana Jones, right? Uh, they better. Okay. (laughs) But it's like, I always said, what I messed it up (laughs) twice. It's a rough week. I am. I, I swear. I know my own closing line. I swear I do. But it's like I always say, <laughs> if I have to wear a mask to get into Disney, I will wear a mask to get into Disney. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-fingered point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. <laughs>
always be proud of what makes you unique, and we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.